Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of These Are the Voyages. I'm the captain, Captain Chase McKinney, and um, I am not allowed to uh, to fly a starship by myself um, or have the starship fly itself by itself. Um, I need a, a supervisor at all times, and that supervisor is, in fact, Lieutenant Commander Eric. Just kidding, Commander Eric. How you doing, man? <laughs> I mean, I'm the chaperone. Yeah, why not? I mean, I don't know if I like the sound of that. Like, you don't like the when idea. did I become responsible to be the chaperone? When you went from having two and a half pips to three pips. <sighs> okay. You know, maybe I should give them your bag. Oh, man. Well, well, well. Well, we are, um, it's just um, just us today. Um, the, the lieutenant commander. David is um, off on his own um, uh, leave, his own Lieutenant Commander's holiday. Um, I'm sure he's wearing sparkly pants while he's on his holiday and reading a book, you know, and stuff like that. So while he's on his holiday, you know, relaxing, you know, not getting into any kind of trouble at all, uh, we're holding down the fort, so to speak. So what has been going on in your corner of the of the of the quadrant my dude uh, i mean you know it's pretty uh pretty average normal week um work work sucks come home i know <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah um the question is did she leave you roses by the stairs did i leave her roses by the stairs well actually she hates roses I love oh. roses, by the way. I mean, especially on Taco Tuesday, roses is pretty good. Oh, okay, yeah. See, that, mm. that's what we call a pun. You ready, you ready for uh -huh, that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, at least I got it right away. Thank you for picking up what I'm laying down. Um, I'm definitely picking it up. Thank you. I might be stepping in it too. Ooh, you're stepping it up afterward. Oh, you know what we did? We did have we had the dog over for the weekend, so that was you know. <clears throat> You know, that was fun. We had the dog over. I can dig it. We put up a little baby, uh, a baby gate between the, between in front of the bedroom door, right? You know, okay. so that way the dog couldn't get in there and the cat could go hide, right? And the dog couldn't, couldn't, can't, can't jump over. Probably could have jumped over, but can't figure it out yet. Mm, mm -hmm, dog, mm -hmm. Dog's big enough. It just was like, who's this gate thing? I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> How'd that go again? Gate thing, gate thing. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll perch up on it, but I don't think I can jump over it. <laughs> perch up on it. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Man, dude, man. Well, this has been, um, this feels like it's just been like a chill week, and I feel like I'm going to be jinxing myself for next week, but that's fine, I guess. That's fine. Yeah, this has been it's been a pretty pretty chill week um, over on my side, and um, like this has been uh, fall break um, for for the semester. So um, I think I told you, but we do like seven week sessions. So uh, if I didn't, we do seven week sessions, and uh, then we just get like a little little week off and stuff. So. Um, Next week starts session two, and um, yeah, buddy, 
so brand new classes that uh, will be t- will be uh, starting. I never so heard of seven fun. week, you know, eight week classes, you know, definitely, but never heard of seven week. Yeah, that's us, man. That's how that's we do fast. it. I mean, got a lot of content to try to get in in seven weeks, bro. You ain't lying. You <laughs> ain't lying. <laughs> yeah, I I taught um, um, counseling theories uh, for session one, and there are a lot of counseling theories and. Like it's hard. I think it's hard enough sometimes like to get it in, in like, you know, 14, 15 weeks. Um, so you have to like get creative. Like how, how are you going to deliver the content? Right. You have like synchronous and asynchronous learning styles or learning platforms really. And, um, you know, you only meet with them four times, like for, in like the, the virtual rooms, virtual classroom. So, to get through counseling theories like i was like okay week one it's the hey how you doing syllabus shock day orientation first lecture hootenanny and then class two and three you're presenting like your your theories like you're doing like a video presentation and then the last class we're talking about authenticity and how that all how we bring everything together and got feedback on the video stuff and the students weren't too crazy about it. And truthfully, I wasn't too crazy about it either. So I'm already tweaking things. So yay. Yay. Yeah. Right. You're already, you're in your first, you're in your first tweak already. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you're in your first week. <laughs> Done that plenty of times. Ah, that didn't work. Let's <laughs> change it up. <laughs> yeah. And I got some, um, uh, feedback from one of the adjuncts who taught the second section of the class and about like some of the rubrics and stuff. So, you know, I don't teach that class until um, next fall. So I got plenty of time to Frankenstein some stuff together. So, and yeah, to tweak. Yeah. Not twerk, tweak. No, white boys like us don't twerk. No, no, we, no, we, no. <laughs> no, 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 middle-aged white guys like us. So much no to that, Eric. So much no. <laughs> oh man. But other than that, um, I had a very um, uh, nerd moment, and um, you you might appreciate this on some level. Um, there's a um, I'm I'm in the middle of like my data analysis uh, for my research, and uh, one of my committee members was um suggesting this particular one and i looked at it and like i was like digging in like trying to understand the analysis and i'm like i don't really like this because it basically makes like a third of my data collection kind of void in a sense and it like basically make like the out like any outliers in like the first phase causes issues for all the other data basically Mm. Um, so I found this thing where basically you can compare any two phases you want and it takes all data points into account. So, um, I thought that was pretty stinking cool, um, to like, and you're like looking at, um, effect size, like, like effect size and statistics. So for anyone that just, just skip forward, just, just skip forward. If you want to listen to this, it's fine. Um, But like, I was like, so proud of myself because I found this on my own. Like I went into the journals, like into the scholarship and found it. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be the thing. So I've been like quackulating stuff for like the last day and a half or so. 
and like I'm just I, I'm I'm just having a ball like with with this stuff right now. So cool, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Statistics could be fun. Yeah, and like yeah, and it's it's a was it? it's a non parametric kind of analysis. So mm. that means anything to you? But yeah. So yeah, I mean it's 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 like easy ish statistics because it's just a matter of like tally marks of stuff and adding it all together and then dividing that by the whole and yeah it's 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 pretty cool like i'm i'm geeking out so anyway that's that's all i gotta say about that that's all i have to say about that yeah i will be um um this is a uh, a spoiler alert i will be geeking out about something else that happens in the episode that we're going to be talking about today. So, Ooh, is that what they call a tease? That's what they call a tease, Commander. <laughs> That's the one. My line. <laughs> so, uh, with that, shall we talk Trek? Let's talk Trek. Let's talk, talk Trek. Trek. All right, everyone. This is your red alert as we go into spoilerific territory um, as we talk about Star Trek Lower Deck Season 3 Episode 9 Trusted Sources Trusted Sources mm-hmm. Eric it's The media episode <laughs> the media don't, episode. don't trust Don't trust the journalist episode. Yeah, yeah Yeah, before we before we even talk cold open and just anything you know you might have like seen like the name of the I hope you saw the name of the episode on like the menu to like you know pick the episode to watch what was like like the thought like first came to mind whenever you saw that like what was it like oh it's the media episode yeah well I mean the description right under it said Carol Freeman has trouble with like a journalist so I mean, you saw, I saw them right at the same time. So yeah, I, I knew it was the media episode. Okay, all right. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, w- when I when I saw it, um, I was like, okay, all right. So we're we're dealing with fake news. Okay, here we go. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that that was it. Like I know that like some people might have had like some kind of you know visceral response to just maybe the name of it um going in you know knowing that this is like comedy so there's like oh like you know you can't trust the media and like, yeah, i got you or, yeah, yeah 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 you're a fake news right yeah mm-hmm. so let's let's get into this man we we have our cold open right and uh with the cold open we have the captain's log Mm-hmm. Captain's log, stardate five eight something 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 point something. Point something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. No, no. But it's a good callback to to season one, right? Carol Freeman's like, I wish we could revisit these planets, but Starfleet considers them a known commodity, and we can't interfere. Mm-hmm. And so apparently, Carol Freeman's still been pitching this idea. You know how I mean two years. I don't know how long the internal chronology of the show is, if it's two years or not. But right, right, and um, 
anyway, yeah, we have um, we have like a little meeting in the um, observation lounge. Yeah, observation I, lounge. I'm, I'm guessing that's the room that that is. Yeah, and You've been um, in there before. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the actual name is, right? Like, if it's the observation. Uh, I mean, it's called the observation lounge on every other ship, right? Okay. On the Enterprise and Voyager. Okay. So, so we uh, we're we're kind of revisiting this idea of like going back to planets and stuff, and um, um, checking in on them. And it's um, it's the 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 good admiral, the admiral that we've been seeing a lot more of recently. Buen amigo. Uh, yep, let me go, and um saying hey you know you've been doing a great job so have at it we're Operation gonna go swing back yep and uh with that we're gonna also uh make sure this is well documented so we're sending um an fnn reporter with you fnn what what <laughs> oh man we gotta clean up ah, that's a good one <laughs> go clean up oh sh she's serious <laughs> Roll credits. Like, it's like when your mom's like, go clean your room. You're like, yeah, yeah, right, mom. And she's like, Eric William, go clean your room. When I use the middle name. <laughs> you know. You know. Things are bad. She's serious. The middle name. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Chase Colby, Whoa. get in there and clean your room. Whoa, back the truck <laughs> up. You're not what? allowed to know my middle name. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know what I mean, Eric. I don't know what I mean. I've known your middle name for a long time. I'm surprised I was able to like pull that out of that here, was, though. That was actually pretty good. I know. You get some props on that one, dude. It wasn't the first name that came to my mind, but I was like, that first name's not right. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I told you. Um, maybe I did. It's been, it might have been a while since I told you, but uh, when you know, whenever... Um, we were for we first graduated and we were like gonna go off to college or whatever. I didn't go to U of M first. I went to um, community college. I went to Mott uh, down the road. Mm. And um, I remember my mom telling me, you know, like when you go to college, like you can be whoever you want to be in college type of thing. Like if you don't want to go by Chase, you don't have to go by Chase. You can go by your middle name. You can go by a nickname if you want to. It's totally up to you. Eric. 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 I when I got to Mott, I, I tried it out. Um, so yeah, my middle name is Colby, and they did roll call in one of my classes, and um, they said Chase, and I'm like, um, I go by Cole. Like I just wanted to try it out for a semester, <laughs> and I hated it. I hated every second of it. Every second of it. It it didn't it didn't land well. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 Not going nope. by that. Nope. No, nope. I, I can't roll with coal. No mo. <laughs> okay. So this is a pretty straightforward episode, gang. I think this is pretty straightforward. So we Captain Freeman, right? She's um she's on edge now that there's going to be this reporter, this attache, this whatever that's going to be on the Cerritos and, you know, wanting to make sure that we're, we have like, we put our best foot forward and like, we have a lot of cleanup, you know, like quick, everyone throw everything, everything under your bed. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and 
the reporter like shows up and she just starts, you know, nervously. I mean, like, well, Captain Freeman kind of starts nervously talking to her. And um, it's it's just a matter of like her wanting to interview the crew and kind of get a get a sense of like what the crew is thinking and how they feel about working on the Cerritos and, you know, this upcoming mission and whatnot. And she is just an absolute nervous wreck, isn't she? Yes. You know, I, I, I this episode it was it was turned out to be different than what I thought it was going to be because, you know, or maybe turned out different than what I wanted it to be. Might be a better, um, <laughs> a better because it it felt like it was going to say, oh, we've got to keep the lower deckers away from the like the reporter and like that's what the episode is going to be about, just like them trying to insert themselves, not so much as like follow the captain on her operation swing back and so that kind of disappointed me a little bit because i thought that would have been like the bet to me that would be the more enjoyable lower decks episode is the lower deckers trying to continually insert themselves where they're not trying to be but yeah it's not what the episode is no no more on that later um this episode we we find ourselves um, again, just constantly, you know, trying to stay one step ahead of this reporter. And um, we get a fun little like throwback slash deep cut to an earlier uh, Next Generation episode. It was a very deep cut, deep enough that I didn't recognize it at first. I th- yeah, this was, I think. I know David's like, how dare you not recognize this deep cut? (laughs) Well, this is like, truthfully, I think this is the one that David um, uh, is is like talking about, like the the PSAs with with Wesley in the early seasons, right? Yeah, I talk about them too, but I'm sure David does too. Yeah, he calls calls them his programs. (laughs) Watch your programs. (laughs) Why? Why would? Why would anyone want to do drugs? Well, Wesley, exactly. <laughs> drugs can make you feel better for a short time. Sometimes people just want to feel better. Sometimes you just want to feel good. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, but like I, I did not get this reference like the first time. Yeah, good old, uh, what was the season? This was season, season one. one. It's yeah, because Tasha was in it. One. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we we end up going to these these formerly two um, disparate you know planets, right? Like that were one was like getting the other one hooked, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, Picard's like, figure it out yourself, you know, like yeah. seventeen years ago. So does does the math check out? Because, like, didn't... So, season one of Next Generation would have been 2360... 2363, yeah. And this is 17 years later, so this is still 2380. Let me me pull out the Star Trek chronology, like, uh, uh, spreadsheet here. Use your maths. I know, but let me just pull out the spreadsheet. Like, I can look at it officially. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. 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 Hmm. Do you remember what the name of that episode was? Uh, that's a great question. No. <laughs> no. 
Um, <laughs> this is something that you should probably know. Like we should like rehearse this. Yeah, I'm just looking at the names of some of these episodes here. Uh, it doesn't. It's not jumping off the page at me. The name. Uh, lonely among no, symbiosis. Lonely. Symbiosis. Ah, there it is. <laughs> symbiosis has no star date <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, um, twenty twenty three sixty four. Okay. Twenty twenty three sixty four. And so if you add 17, right? Yeah, so 2381. 364 plus 17, yeah. 2381, is that when this takes place? Yeah, they said it this the, the 17 years later from Picard. Mm, 2381, right? And first, this show... First, first, first contact, the episode, the season three, two finale, takes place in October of 2381. So I feel like maybe this is 2382 at this point. They're just rounding. Maybe. maybe. That or we've been in 2381 for a long time. Yes. Yes, we have. Long time. Long, mm -hmm. long time. Long time. So, yeah. So we get to the first planet. Um, we have, um, who is it? It's uh, Freeman. We have Ransom. I think Shax and the reporter, if I'm not mistaken. And I think one of those, one of those, a lowly, there's an ensign there too. Okay. And we, we've, I forget his name, but he's, he's like, he's, he's been on, he's had some encounters with our lower deckers because he's a lower decker on a different shift. It wasn't. He's there. I remember him. He's, he's it a black wasn't guy. Kishon, right? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Um, anyway, so we get down there and we're expecting things to be out of sorts and, uh, nope, nope. Everyone's healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. And, um, you know, Freeman and get in the company are just trying to help things out. They traded um, one addiction for another. Yep. And mm -hmm. just trying to prove useful to try and prove that Freeman's pet project is has some merit, has some worth to it, is really what it's boiling down to. And right now it's nothing. Yeah, but this is Ransom's dream planet right here. Yeah, it is. Ransom yeah. is like, can I stay here? <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are my people. How much do you bench? Yeah, we don't really do it for that. We just it's our personal motivation. I'm at 250. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, we, we beam out and, uh, we head back to the ship and more interviews are, are taking place. And, um, we, we decide we're going to like, you know, set a, a course to the other planet in question yeah. and, um, eventually, um, along the way, like Mariner is kind of getting annoyed with like the fact that they can't go to the bar like their version of 10 forward because it's now the what they call it like the commander's lounge or something commander's like that commander's lounge yeah and only yeah. certain people there's a list you're we're on the list no you're not on the list you you are not on the list you're not getting in not getting past me i'm a bouncer and i go home and watch roadhouse to... <laughs> <laughs> and she she's about had it like she's like but they also you know that you know what why she's also had it she can't get into the bar 
but she her, her pie eating contest got canceled too. That's true, right? I mean, the the thing they look forward to blueberry here, blueberry, blueberry after being what raspberry or, or something last Stra- year. I think it was like strawberry or something. Strawberry. Like okay, that. yeah. Now it's blueberry, and it got canceled, and she's dang, she's darn upset about that. And so is Rutherford because he's been starving himself because he needs to eat his pie. You know, and then I, he's I so would... distraught he has to rip off his shirt. Kirk style. Kirk style. <laughs> I, I mean, truthfully, I felt that like on a deep level, like the pie eating <laughs> contest. Okay, I felt that on such a deep level. Um, like think about it. Like think about like the stuff that you know we did uh, when we were younger. And like mm-hmm. being told like, no, you can't do it this year. And you've been like looking forward to being able to do it. Yeah. You know, like, um, I think I want to say I could be completely wrong on this. Like the, um, like the water gun fight that we used to have, um, at course, like when we were trainers, um, I thought, I think that like, kind of like, it, it didn't go away for us, but like, I think like a year or two later, I think the water gun fights went away or building mm. trebuchets or whatever went away. Um, mm. Like the vigil thump eventually went away because that's apparently hazing. So it's not the same thing. It's not a pie eating contest, but I mean, I can, I can appreciate the frustration with that. True. I can, I truly can. Yeah. But to me, these were the fun moments of the episode where like, You've got your lower deckers and how is it how is like the reporter and Carol Freeman's response? How is it affecting them? Like that's what I want to see. I want to see more of like the Boims and Tendi. Mm. They're like afterthoughts in this episode. Yeah. And so is Rutherford, other than his one dramatic No <laughs> Please catch that one pie. And that guy, there's like Ensign, I feel you. I want a pie too. The captain said no. <laughs> so, yeah, apart like with with the pie thing and like the fact that we have like sil- like selected vetted people, right, going into these interviews, Mariner's like screw this. Like I need to to make sure that th- that this um this reporter gets like the real scoop. Right. And it happens like while they're en route to like this other planet and things just go sideways real quick. Oh, yeah. And the reporter confronts Freeman about like these things that we I think we're led to believe um, Mariner might have said. And mm-hmm. like, it's just this this bombshell and like Freeman just breaks she just snaps and yeah, like she, lets she her reacted. She overreacted. One she, might say. Very much so. Very much so. Yes, my dude. Um, and she gets she gets a very stern talking to, and uh, not only does, she, does Mariner end up getting a very stern talking to, but it's like, you know, you're not my problem anymore. You know, I don't even know if you're my daughter anymore. You're out I of mean, here. That's like, whew. Like, yeah, I know. Carol Freeman, you are not so deluded that you think you run a perfect tight ship and you're this amazing captain. Are you really that delusional? Because the Carol Freeman that I see on my screen for the past three years, 
I've used the word incompetent before. Mm hmm. Like, who are you to think that you run this great ship and how dare anybody complain about how you run this ship? Get, I get it. You don't want to hear that you you know you don't run a perfect ship, but like have some self awareness, Carol Freeman. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> so Mariner is uh, being told that she's being transferred and that she better be gone and out of here before they get to the next planet. To Starbase eighty. Yeah. Not Ooh, Starbase, Starbase eighty. 80. <laughs> Whoa, even Ransom's like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, she packs up and like, um, our, you know, our, our cast is like, what? You can't go. Just, you know, go apologize or something. It'll just blow over. It doesn't blow over. Yeah, but the whole crew is like, how dare you, Mariner? Even we Jennifer. Hate we hate you. And, and and like the 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 conspiracy theorist nut like it's like I know this is just a temporal cold war thing, but what you did was really weird, really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. This yep. Is and a then cold war thing. And then even Jennifer, right? I don't even know you. Yeah. Things don't mean things don't mean anything to you. You have no sentiment. Hmm. Well, there we go. So we, um, she she gets picked up and um, she's out of there. She's out of there on some decrepit looking ugly shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we we make it to the other planet and it's all dingy looking and. Um, kind of creepy, and people are hiding and saying, "Get out of here." Um, and- yeah, but y- 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 before we like, I-, I have a I have a thing. Okay, so we show up at the fr- we show up at the first planet, the former drug addicts. The they're in recovery, and we don't we just beam down into like the middle of a town square, you know, maybe without and they don't even know we're coming. Oh, hey, look, Starfleet's here. They didn't even know we were coming. It's like we didn't like ring the doorbell or anything when we got there. You know, like, hey, ding dong, we're here. May we please come down and talk to you? Doesn't that seem a little bit weird? Doesn't like something like, like, hey, let's, you know, ding dong, ring the doorbell? No, that doesn't seem strange. No, to you. no, it does. Like, like, why and didn't then, we like, why didn't we like do like a scan? Right. Like, yeah, when like, we get to the second planet, why didn't we do a scan? Right. Right. I and mean, like, green not- green life signs would show up. I mean, we we couldn't we didn't necessarily would know. Ah, spoiler alert, Breen. It's the yeah. Breen here, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we couldn't. We could tell. Hey, there are life forms, right? That's true. But we didn't try to hail the planet or anything. Yeah, like well, like the only thing I can think of, and. I'm having to do maybe some gymnastics on this one, like some mental gymnastics on this one, dude. But like if Admiral Buenamigo is the one that signed off on this thing, the only reason I could think of that we didn't hail, you know, ring the doorbell or something is because maybe the Admiral had, or, you know, some Admiralty in general had 
uh, created the appointment for the Cerritos crew with them. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, he would have. He could have I mean, created. The, he could have created the first appointment, though. But uh, but not necessarily the second. I don't know. That's that's all I got. Yeah, it seemed a little strange to me. Yeah, and yeah, the Breener there, and mm-hmm. I gotta admit, like it was cool seeing the Breen, but it was it was also like. Why couldn't there have been more? Okay, but but here here's my question. Like this 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 reporter says, not since the Dominion War have I have I, you know, seen anything like this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, all right, all right, not since the Dominion War. But like, if if we're in 2381, we're six years after the Dominion War. So, you know, we've seen like Starfleet have to pick up the pieces after the war. Like, the Breen were on the losing side, right? They joined the Dominion, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, like, have they been able to, like, rebuild their fleet? Were they, like, punished? Did they have to pay reparations after the war? Like, That's like, a great question. Like, I'm just curious, how are they, you know, recovering from the Dominion War? I know it's been six years. You could say, hey... They've had a time to they've had time to rebuild, but mm-hmm. you know, have they? Right? What what did they go through? Is this is this them trying to like you know be Germany after you know being punished at the end of World War One and saying, "Screw you all, we're gonna go back out there." That's I mean that's a great question. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's the stuff that I want to know. And. You know, like the there's they're raining fire down from up above, and it's you know in the nick of time we get an emergency beam out and get the heck out, or tr- or try and get the heck out of Dodge. Um, but there's more Breen ships. Yeah, and they use their energy draining weapons, which you would think that those wouldn't work anymore, mm-hmm. because in D Space Nine they figured it out, right? They were like. Hey, this old Klingon ship that something was different about its power, it was able to withstand it, and let's try to duplicate that across the rest of the fleet. So you would think that the Breen's weapon, energy draining weapons, wouldn't be effective. Maybe they've had time to work on them to develop their own, you know, re, you know, back and forth, and like, hey, you figured it out, we're gonna change it a little, and yeah, yeah. I mean. This is the part where I started to um, get really excited. Um, actually, I was, uh, actually, admittedly, I was very confused, and then I got really excited. Um, so, Eric, what's been like a staple of, you know, Star Trek recently, in like near the near the last episodes of most seasons of shows? Yeah, I mean, here comes. Here comes the fleet in to save the day during a battle. That seems mm-hmm. to be the go-to these this day. The fleet or some shiny ship, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's the it's the Zhanghai, it's the Titan, it's the whatever. The Vulcan fleet or the right. Navarre fleet, right? Yeah. In the future. Right. Here, here it comes. And when I first saw the ship, like I, I'm sure, like you. Um, 
I'm trying to place like, okay, what kind of ship is that? Have we seen that ship before? And like at first, like it looked kind of like a Prometheus um, class ship, or was it Prometheus? Am I thinking of Daedalus? One of them. It looked like one of them to me, and um, just like with like the the like the way that the um, uh, bow of the ship kind of looked, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and then, like we scan the ship for life forms, and there are no life forms on it. It's a apparently a fully automated ship. But we're, I love the point where we're trying. Sorry, I didn't. We're trying to figure out. It was like, what ship is that? And we go over to the Breen, and we have, we're just hearing the right. We don't know what they're saying, <laughs> but the, the one the, you know what they're saying. The one guy's like, "What is that?" And the guy's like, <laughs> "Just like the shoulder shrug with the hand." I'm like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> and then. Buen Amigo, like, comes on out of nowhere, maybe thinking, you know, he's he's on the ship, and, you know, he, it's his, like, flagship. Nope. By the way, Captain Freeman, this is a brand new ship. A Texas-class ship. Texas-class ship. Doesn't you know, look big enough. Doesn't look big enough to be a no. Texas-class ship. No. <laughs> no. Texas-class ship should be gigantic. Yeah, it should be like a galaxy. It should be like dwarfing like a galaxy class ship. I'm just saying, okay? Or not, sorry, not galaxy, a universe class ship. That's what it should be doing. It should be dwarfing a universe class ship. Anyway, but Eric, I don't know why I got goosebumps other than what I'm about to tell you. When they said what the name of the ship was, I was like, Oh my god, like I can't even how, remember what the name of the ship was. How do they know even what town that is? It was the USS Alito. The Alito. Alito is the next town over from me. Oh, really? Yes. Is Mike McMahon a Texan? Do you know where know. he's from? I have no idea where Brother Man is from, but like Ooh. I got I, I like I had a little bit of pitter patter going on. I was I was pretty excited. The USS Alito, a Texas class ship. Um I was I was one happy camper on that one. No, he's one from he's camper. from he's from Chicago. There we go. I was like maybe he's from Texas, maybe that's maybe that's how he knows. Bro, like I will <clears throat> like I will soil myself if the USS Azel shows up. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I have, I have a question though. Like <clears throat> when I was thinking when, when these, these, they were like, there was more than one, right? Was it just one ship? Yeah, just one. Okay. Well, when this ship shows up, this Texas class ship, this un unmanned ship shows up to save the day. Like, it was like there, like lickety split. And I was thinking, did the Admiral have this all planned? Like, did he know we were going to run into trouble on this second planet? And he was like sending the Cerritos and the California class ship because they're not important ships. And 
hey, if something happens to them, whatever, it's not the yeah, Enterprise like, or something, yeah. right? Did he, he like? Because I was this was the thought running through my head is like, man, that ship got there super quick. It had to be like waiting like the next system over to get there as fast as it did. And the only way it could be there is if the Admiral knew something was going on, it was going to be needed. Did that thought ever cross your mind? It did. And I'm going to take it a step further and you're not going to like it. You're, you're okay. not going to like it. Okay. Um, that thought did cross my mind. Like this, like all this had to have been staged so that the Admiral could do something. Part of me, albeit a very small part of me, is suspicious that he's like a double agent, like he's like double agent for like a, a, a remnant, like Dominion kind of group, or he's um, a double agent for like a Section Thirty One kind of thing. Um, is kind of like where my head kind of goes with him, like one amigo. Is he but, the guy, the shadowy figure from from Rutherford's dream? That's a good idea. Oh, did we just did we just discover something? We just think of something, bro, bro. bro. <laughs> One amigo means good friend. Yes, it way. does. It's like too spot on to like not have some extra like meaning. Man, did, I mean, if we, we just like brainstorm that and if we if we figured it out and that's what it is, like right here on the spot, that'd be pretty cool. We just cracked the case. We Gum did. Shoes. We just cracked it. We're on the case. We're chasing them to the future, not through history. <laughs> oh, you young kids won't get that reference. <laughs> you young whippersnappers. Lord have mercy. Okay. I think we cracked the case dude uh, yeah well that'd be cool if we did yeah and you're not even a, a theory crafter Look i'm not you. a theory crafter. so i mean yeah like why i mean i know we like we're bringing in like you know deep cuts and like legacy characters and like you know e easter egg type stuff you know and and whatnot but like yeah that would just be like we've we've had the recurring rutherford thing like every season and like we had like the bombshell thing about like the remembering and like the like the memories were taken and like we got to hide this and make him think it was elective so there had to have been some higher ups dude what if oh you're ready for an even bigger deeper cut which is very highly unlikely but i wouldn't put it past mike mcmahon to do mm -hmm. is it the slug people the conspiracy aliens the conspiracy slug aliens yeah that, that that's a good callback. I wouldn't be mad about seeing that again. Truth, no, because have, because everyone is like, "Hey, whatever happened with those?" And people have been talking about it for a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past <clears throat> Mike to do that at all. You know where that would be a better story to bring back? Picard season three. Picard season three. Ooh, yeah. Because that's a Picard storyline. It is. We already got Moriarty. So yeah, but we don't know who that mysterious, like Vadir or whatever her name is. We don't know who she is. Is that her name, Vadir? I think that's right. That sounds. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah the the creepy but, old lady. The creepy old lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The emo, creepy old lady. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Emo. I, gosh, just let me feel my feelings. <laughs> Car, just die. So I can feel something in my life. <laughs> oh. Just so angst right now. Gosh. Oh, I just need some chocolate milk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I swear, like, if she ends up on the bridge, like, holding a, a glass of chocolate milk, I am not a time traveler. I'm just putting that out there right now. <laughs> All right. All right. So this happens, save the day, and we find out that uh, we, we, we see the news report. And it was basically everyone else on the ship that was kind of, in one way or another, kind of saying how laid back and kind of a joke some things are on the Cerritos. And Mariner is like singing some praises of Captain Freeman. Yeah, but it's weird. In this news broadcast, it's like, is Carol, Fre- Carol Freeman the best captain? Like, no one no. out there thinks Carol Freeman is the best captain. No one ever had that opinion before this news broadcast. Mm-mm. 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 And uh, Freeman's like all sorts of out of, been out of shape and like realizes like how big of a mistake she made and tries calling up Starbase 80 saying like, hey, I need some uh, takesy backsies. Yeah. Um, and uh, please, please, I want. Can I, can I get? Can I get Beckett Mariner back, please? Looking in a Rolodex, by the way, which I thought was a <laughs> nice touch. Yeah, and there's like a bat, like the the a night in sick bay bat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's a deep cut too. Very deep cut. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, she's not here anymore. What do you mean she's not here? Yeah, she resigned. She turned in her combat and everything. Yeah, combat and her phaser. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, next thing we know, it's um, Mariner in the the ship with uh, the archaeology the ar- the career archaeology. fair. Dairy. Yeah, the archaeology career fair thief person. Yeah, it's potster woman. And that's it. That's it. As much as Mariner hates to claim Starfleet, like she can't leave Starfleet. No. 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 And. Uh, we have one episode left to kind of see if this sticks or not. Like, I mean, what are like? I'm so like, this feels like there's too much stuff to do in one episode. It's gotta be about it's gotta be about the Rutherford thing and and uh, Boimler's tw- twin, right? It's gotta be about that, doesn't it? I I, I would hope. I mean, if it if it's not, I, what are we gonna get? I kind of, you know, what I'm hoping, dude. In a way, I kind of hope this ends up being a three part episode. Okay, I really do. Like the way that we we end with Mariner going off to explore stuff and do stuff. You know, I I, I want that to stick. I don't want the resolution to be oh she's back at the end of season three, right? Like, mm. I'm still waiting for Talyn to show up on the Cerritos, remember? We were, like, Talyn was being transferred to a Starfleet vessel, and we were assuming it was going to be the Cerritos. Like, they're the penultimate episode of um, uh, season two, if I'm not mistaken. 
Right, the Vulcan. The Vulcan yeah. who has lost all control. You have lost all control. Wajduj, right? Wajduj. And we still haven't seen anything from her. So if any time, if there's going to be any time to bring on that character, now would be the time, in my opinion. And, I mean, I just think that it would make sense. Obviously, I haven't seen it, but, like, we've we've gone deeper, I think, with these characters. Like, there's, like, more substance. There's been growth. There's been depth with these folks. And I think that having a three-episode arc would be a good payoff, like, good just overall development to it. Yeah. Unless they can stick the landing in the next episode. I mean, cool. But it's only but... 25 minutes. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's that's where I'm at, man. Like, just my two cents on that. Yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah. Last episode. And usually there's a cliffhanger, right? Yeah. For the, for the next season. Maybe something happens to... Um, um, Mariner, maybe she's like, maybe like the the archaeology career fair lady is um, is also like a Section Thirty One operative and is like secretly re- trying to recruit Mariner to or Section Thirty One. Maybe 31. Mariner is going undercover for Starfleet intelligence to try to infiltrate the Section Thirty One. Because we know that Mariner is psyops, right? From last season, like you know, Mariner, she's like she's not who she you think she is she's really this like ultra cool badass like (laughs) who's like undercover (laughs) we just look gumshoes we just did it we did we figured it out boom we don't even need to watch next week unraveling the mystery boom all right Eric and sister re-unraveling the mystery (laughs) (laughs) well I think um, I think that's it, unless you have anything else to say about the content of the episode. I mean, we had Bird Birdman, Doctor Birdman, calling his mom from the bridge because yep, doc- he got left in in charge. Doctor Migglymoo, yep, that's the one. Do you think he? Pa- There's no way he passed his bridge officer's test, right? There's no way he ordered someone like like Deanna Troy finally figured out. Like no way, ain't no way. Ain't <laughs> that, no way. that guy passed the bridge officer's test. All right. Well, I guess um, apart from that, um, we should probably evaluate this thing. So let's do it. Should I even bother doing the spiel for deltas? You can do what you want. Okay. Why not? I already started. Show barbecue and it tastes good. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. All right. Anyways, welcome to the party, I was pal. Doing a con, I was doing a Con Air joke. I was doing a Die Hard joke. I know. <laughs> you call that a knife? This is a knife. That's Crocodile Dundee. Yes, it is. Let's just keep this train going, shall we? Shall we? I mean, what? Like, She's a beauty, Clark. I don't know. I, I, I love movies, but sometimes just off the cuff. I'm not good at improv. Like some of these jokes that I tell on there, I've been thinking about them all day. <laughs> these are not. This is not me on the cuff joking around. I'm like, I'm. These things are marinating. Ooh, I love a good marinade. Uh, uh, I'm a mariner. I marinate these things. Ooh. 
All right, everyone. So welcome to the evaluation portion of the episode. Uh, to kind of get us started, we're looking at uh, the deltas, where we look at the different different divisions of Starfleet service and how well they were or won't won't they won't represented. We're not represented. Were or were not represented um, here on the episode. So we're looking at um, uh, uh, command with like leadership and uh, leadership related things, operations. Uh, such as engineering, communications, logistics, um, things of that nature, and of course, science with science. So, uh, with that, Eric, what are you thinking? How 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 is the landscape looking? How's the field looking for deltas this week? Well, Carol Freeman continues to not be a good captain. Continues mm. to not receive delta praise from me. Right? Like, I right. Mean, she does not react well here to this um <clears throat> reporter granted like project swingback was like her her big thing that finally got pitched and she wanted it to go perfect and and i get i get the temptation to like everything's gotta be perfect <laughs> but like damn did she overreact right not everything is gonna be perfect that's true story. um and damn did you overreact you and you just—that's just bad leadership. Her, her, what I see from her from this entire episode, and and I don't see leadership coming from anybody else anywhere. So like, I I can't give a command. Um, hey, you know, building this unmanned Texas class, you know, starship—that's a good feat of engineering. So I think I mean, there's there's that. We're not really doing any science here, you know. Here I am doing science. We're not doing any of that, right? Um, so I'm not going to give a science double. So that looks like a little smidgen of engineering you could maybe give somewhere, but other than that, I don't see it. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I don't even give the engineering thing because it was just like, here you go. <laughs> it's here. Like we weren't like using our noggin and doing like techno babble, like on how to like get out of something. So I'm not giving a dang <coughs> thing, homie. So you're being more gracious than I am. I said you can maybe like do like the smidge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. So let's let's keep this let's keep this party going. Let's keep the train going, and uh, let's look at the um, the numerical rating. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a dumpster fire, and 10 being absolutely amazing. How do you rate this episode? Okay. <laughs> it's not a dumpster fire. Let's just start there, right? I think, I don't know, maybe you think it is. It's not. It, but, like, it doesn't... It's not a lower decks episode, if that makes sense. It's got the Cerritos, but it's not about the lower decks. It's about Carol Freeman, and I get it. Like you got other people on the ship, but like our our our, our main our main cast was sidelined. Like, what did Boimler do anything in this episode? Like literally anything. Uh, he comforted Mariner when she's being transferred. That's about like, it. Did Did Tendy do anything in this episode? She stood in the hallway next to people. Did Rutherford do anything in this episode? He ripped his shirt. Yeah, like, but like they so like our our, cat, our main cast got sidelined, and like yeah. that's who I tune in to see. That's to me, that's who this show. That's who this show is about. That's not just to me. That's who this is about. But that's who this show is about. 
and like it just didn't feel like a lower decks episode to me and i'm like strange that like hey you know i want to see lower decks episodes and i want to feel lower decks as much as i've disliked lower decks in the past you know it's like i want a lower decks episode when i don't get it and i think i think i'm disappointed too because this season has been pretty successful yeah with the with one glaring exception glaring (laughs) glaring glaring lens glaring I don't understand the aesthetic of lens flare. <laughs> or Dutch angles. Anyway, this episode is not terrible. Like it's it's really not. But I don't think it's anything to like it's not memorable in any way. There's nothing there's nothing I mean, unless something big happens with Mariner or something big happens with the Admiral. Like I'm not gonna remember this episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna forget it. I really am, and I think that's the sign that the episode really probably didn't succeed. And uh, I hate to be super hard on it, but like I'm gonna go there. Not like go there, go there, but like it's it's not gonna be high. I think this, you know, I'm looking at my ratings for the last season, and I think this is a, probably about on par with the We'll Always Have Tom Paris, which I gave a six to. So I'm going to give this a six. Okay. So I guess that leaves it to me then. So will he save it? Will he not? Will he go lower than Eric or will he not? That's where we're at right now. That's all the marbles. So I didn't I, I, I didn't mind this episode at all. And um, I hate that um, we have that I'm now using the litmus test of um, is this better than a mathematically perfect redemption? Because <laughs> um, that's that's honestly where I'm at with like comparing things like okay is it this bad how high above it would it be type of thing <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a god like my wife recently um watched it and she's like what was that I'm like i don't know i don't know <laughs> man. when you figure it out when you figure it out let me know right you don't need to as far as i'm concerned like you shouldn't have even watched it it's fine um I enjoyed the story for the most part. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of fun. Um, you know, that we're, we're having more stuff to do with the Cali class. Um, and that it's getting, I guess, um, a little bit more respect, more time to shine, you know, a little bit more focused, like with its, you know, mission that it might have as a starship class, um, in, in general. And, um, it was a kind of a fun deep cut, especially re- realizing that like this is the same deep cut that our our friend David, um, you know, brings up um, quite a bit whenever we're we're talking and stuff. Um, I do wish there was more lower deck stuff. Um, I mean, this was 
I think I'm going to be a little bit more gracious. Um, but like, we do have an uns- mostly an ensemble cast, I would say. And I think, you know, we've we've typically focused either on Boimler or Mariner. Um, and I think this was certainly a Mariner focused, ep- a Mariner um, Freeman focused episode, right? Like we had two sides of the same coin um, trying to make sure that the Cerritos um, gets a fair shake, that the Cerritos like is looked at how we want it to be looked at basically. And Mariner um, is honestly like she's had growth. Like she's, um, she has good things to say about the ship and like it being home for and Freeman in her own way does too. I believe, Uh, I mean, as captain, like I would hope you do. And she's trying to put the best foot forward, you know, like with it being a professional looking ship, like it kind of like, you know, cutting the mustard, um, like with the rest of, of Starfleet, you know, in in terms of like Starfleet expectations. So I think there's something there. Um, and I don't know if I want to say like it wasn't executed well, because I think it was executed well, but I think there also could have been a little bit more like you're saying, Eric, with our lower deckers. So um, I've given a lot of uh, predominantly eights and um, and like one nine um, or nine category, you know, whatever ratings um, this season. And this isn't necessarily an eight. Um, but I don't think it's, it's a six either. So I'm kind of, I feel pretty comfortable, uh, with, with being able to give this particular episode, um, like a seven and a quarter, um, overall, I think, I think there's a good story there. I don't think it's, it's a forgettable episode, but it's kind of flirting with it at the same time too. Um, but, um, there's, there's some good stuff there. And I just think that you know, there could be a little bit more, but that's that's fine. So yeah, seven seven and a quarter is where I'm I'm hanging out for today. So, okay. Okay. Um so looking at um you know our averages, and of course this could change when David joins us um and you know gives us his rating on the episode. Uh, but as of right now, like this episode has a um six point six rating. Um between us and um i i never look at imdb because i just enjoy asking you what you know um so what do you know about imdb and how they're rating this eric yeah i looked at it um <clears throat> briefly there 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 when i before we came on there weren't very many ratings um i think i think they're like i think it was actually pretty decent though the score yeah as of right now, as of the time of this recording, there are 55 reviews, and it has an 8.4. Okay. Make, making it the second highest rated episode of this season on IMDb so far. Okay. She said an 8.4? Yeah. Okay. Well, but, you know. We'll see. You know, there's only a there's only a few ratings, so. Okay, well, that could certainly change. You know, when the dust settles and everything. I mean, we're, 
I mean, the the episode's still pretty new, you yeah. know. It's fresh. It's fresh it's right fresh. now. It's not certified fresh, but it's fresh. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that Rotten Tomatoes reference. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, any any other comments about uh, ratings or like numerical ratings or Delta stuff at all before we, we move on? Nope. Nope. I'm good. I'm good with this episode. All right, man. Well, um, with that, let's um, let's go on to the most important part of the show: the Twitter poll. Twitter poll. All right. So, the uh, the the important question, because um, you know I ask the Twitterverse very important questions, right, Eric? Um, and very important. Very very important question um, was this: Which U.S. state do you want to see have their own Star Trek uh, ship class next? You know, I grew up in Arizona, which is that's why I'm excited for to be on a California class ship. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yes, Arizona is close to California. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, I've driven through Arizona. Ooh. Ooh. Never been. You've never been? No, never been to Arizona. Wow. Wow, bro. All right. So, let's uh here here are the choices, right? So, uh, we have um Idaho, Vermont, Florida, Iowa. All right. So we have we have the Vermont class ship. Yep. We have the Idaho class ship, the 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 potato. Mm. Right. We have the Iowa class ship. Corn. We have the or the 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 Kirk. We could name it the Kirk or the Tiberius. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like the USS Tiberius, man. Yes, the Iowa class ship, USS Tiberius. Dude, that's I like the sound of that. Sounds, like... sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Man. Or the Florida class ship. The USS Mickey. USS Disney. The USS Disney, yeah. Uh, the USS Everglade. Mm. The USS Gator. <laughs> the USS Miami. The U.S. Yeah, the USS uh, Seminole. Mm. Ah, <laughs> what? So I want. I got Idaho, Iowa, Vermont, and Florida. That is correct. Which one do I want? I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of like do Star Wars do Star Trek fans? Oh my God! Wow! Do Star Trek fans? Wow! Hold <laughs> on! What was that? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! You gotta play the Twitter. Oh no! Oh no! Or not the the TikTok. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know. <laughs> wow! I can't believe I did that. David will be so proud. Um, shoot! I'm hoping that the Star Trek fans out there are like, "Hey, the Iowa." Right, James Kirk, Iowa. I'm hoping that's the answer. I I think a lot of people, you know, you know, I, I don't want to get into the whole Florida. Right? <sighs> 
I don't want to get into the whole Florida of it right now. Um, so I'm, I don't think Florida is the answer. Okay. I think people want to stay away from Florida, right? I, I just I don't want to talk about it on this in this particular forum. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just go with Iowa. Iowa. All right. We did have a little bit of love on this. Um, we had some some comments. Uh, we had one person. Uh, we had, it was a. Uh, see captain dylan hunt uss excalibur starfleet um with angel dylan hunt yeah. he should have been from the uss andromeda something mm. like that you know and his handle is at jeff mw and his uh his comment was missouri so <laughs> the uss show me it's fine um all right um the other one was from um i, I like the, by the way i like this um, upcoming comment i really do uh, it's from uh, Heather uh, Lee Cameron, um, handle at chameleon77771. There might have been a few too many sevens. I don't know. Me saying <laughs> that. I, I got a little dizzy and cross-eyed reading it. Anyway, Heather writes, My maternal grandma was born in Idaho, and she was a lovely lady with an intriguing history that I've actually written a small paper on for a school assignment. So I got to go with Idaho. Plus... Idaho is a lovely state, and I really love it for what it has to offer me in my history. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. I like that comment. I like that comment. Yeah. So, um, so I think it's it's only fair at this point that we go to the results. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the results. So uh, we have a two-way tie for last place with uh, 12.5%. The first one to be eliminated from Dancing with the Stars. I mean, from the Twitter poll. Vermont. Yeah, I figured. There's no, there's no love out there for Vermont. Mm. Sorry, Vermont people that are listening. <laughs> okay, and the, 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 the other person going home today. No rose for you. Flo Rida. Okay, I kind of I thought Florida might be low. Okay. So we are down to Idaho and Iowa. The eyes have it apparently. That's right. Yeah, see what I did there? See cuz they both start with the letter I, right? Um um I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Didn't have to think of that one. That was like just right there, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So, second place, our runner up with 25% of the vote. Iowa. Wow. Which Idaho. means that Idaho got the love this week with 50% of the vote. Wow. So good job, Idaho. Yeah, good job, Idaho. The USS Russet about to come out of <laughs> space dock. Uh, is Boise in Idaho? Yes, I think it's the capital, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway. That's it, man. That's the show. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We did next it, week, Eric. Bo next Boise is the capital of Idaho. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, check it out, dude. Next week, we got, we're on double duty, right? We have the season three finale of freaking 
lower decks, right? See how this all happens. I'm still hoping it's a three-part episode, personally. Mm -hmm. And we have the season 1B premiere of Prodigy. Man, Prodigy. Here we go, somebody. Here we go. Come come back to my screen. Yep. My progeny. My progeny. Yeah, I I, I'm back. (laughs) I remember everything. (laughs) Um, I I I went still by still and watched like the 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 trailer for the mid season premiere, and um, yeah, there's there's gonna be some interesting stuff. That's for sure. And we're gonna we're gonna be here to talk about it, gang. We are definitely gonna be here to talk about it. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Thank you, Eric, as always, uh, for for joining me in and on the the shenanigans of this stuff. So, hey, Fargo, what's the name of that restaurant? <laughs> oh, you mean shenanigans? <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone, I hope you all enjoyed our shenanigans as we talked about this episode. Uh, what do you think about it? We'd love to hear. Leave a comment, um, you know, on one of our, our listening platforms like Podbean. You can leave a comment there. Share your thoughts about the show. Um, you can also um, check us out and, um, you know, check out our Hailing Frequencies portion of our webpage, trtvpod.com. If you're enjoying what you're hearing and you want to help keep the dilithium charged and in, well, in good supply before someone cries and makes it go disappear, you can help us out. You can help um, support the show financially on Patreon, patreon.com slash these are the voyages. Um, other than that, if you want to, you know, send us a note directly, open up Hailing Frequencies, enter in coordinates to trtvpod at gmail.com. You know, so um, send us a voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. There's a three-minute limit before um, the Breen attack and the uh, Texas-class ships. Yeehaw! Come in to save the day. Let's go, somebody. Um, that's right. We Don't mess with Texas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a missed yeah. opportunity, by the way. Don't mess with Texas. got some yee in my huh? Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, other than that, if you want to uh, mail us something, you know, like some, like a Texas chili recipe, which I probably already know. That's fine. Uh, make sure it gets to the Lone Star Station, P.O. Box 2455, Azel, Texas 76098. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, remember to boldly go and make it so. <laughs>